One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I was with you from 9 to 10 p.m. in for the great Bill O'Reilly. And we ran out of time then, and we are continuing now. Former President Trump back in New Jersey after surrendering, you know the lead story of this news cycle going into the entire weekend. Back in New Jersey, after surrendering at the Fulton County Jail on more than a dozen charges stemming from his efforts, alleged efforts, according to the district attorney, one district attorney in the entire state of Georgia to reverse Georgia's 2020 election Results, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The fourth time this year the former president has faced criminal charges. I said earlier, a sad day for America. I stand by that. Uh, You know, folks, you do the math. So two federal cases and two state cases. So you might beat three, but if they get you on one and one of them happens to be state charges, there's nothing you can do to reverse that. You cannot pardon yourself. In all, the former president was in Atlanta, Georgia, for about an hour and a half declaring, as he spoke to reporters a short time later, I did nothing wrong, I did nothing wrong, Trump told reporters before boarding the aircraft, and he described the criminal case against him as a travesty of justice. And that's exactly what it is. 800-848-WABC, 800 9222. I really want us to have a town hall meeting, if you will, this morning. Whether you love Trump, whether you hate Trump, I, I don't see how anyone can, can see this as anything different other than political, these criminal charges. The former president told Newsmax that being at the Fulton County Jail was a terrible experience, but that they treated him very nicely. Of course, mugshot taken, a mugshot taken. And when I say, of course, it shouldn't have been that way, as as the former president of the United States, the courtesy should have been extended out of respect. A mugshot for what? one of the most famous faces in the entire world. Why do you need a mugshot? He was booked as inmate, the former president of the United States, booked as inmate number 1135809. Even going as far as presenting documents where the media could see where Mr. Trump is six, six foot three inches tall, weighing 215 pounds listed as having blue eyes and blonde or strawberry hair. Why do we need to know all of this? One good thing that came out of all this, Mr. Trump returned to the platform uh, known as uh, X Twitter returned to, um, Twitter tonight after being booked in Georgia on these racketeering racketeering and election interference charges, ending a more than two-year hiatus from the platform formerly known as Twitter. You may recall under different leadership, it was disrespectful then 
when when he was knocked off of Twitter. This this is when the pattern seemed to start of all the disrespect of the former president of the United States. And so he posted on Twitter his own uh, uh, mugshot, and it read, uh, election interference, uh, never surrender. And uh, that's a, a, a comment that he has on Twitter tonight. Let's st- go ahead and start with your telephone calls. Let's begin this morning with Jr. in West Virginia. Good morning, Jr. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. The, the stuff that you put out there to let us know what's going on in this situation with the Democrats and all the, uh, I call them parasites in Washington. But anyway, I want to tell you what happened the last time I sent Trump some money. When he ran Kenny McCashier's check, it was for $300. Well, I sent it to New York, and a month later I got it back, and they said send it to Maryville, Virginia. And a friend of mine sent him a check, too. Well, when we got the cashier's check back, Dominic, you couldn't even read the signature on it. Somebody stole that money. I know they did somehow because it was a cashier's check. And i just like to know the proper address to send him money. Well, uh, I don't know what happened to your cashier's check, but if you if you happen to know uh, anything about Twitter, if you look, the former uh, president... Go ahead. No, I don't know much about it. Okay. I'm 80 years old. Okay. okay. You, how old are you again? I could get a friend to do it, no, Dominic. How, how, how old are you again now? How old am I now? Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Wow. Well, if you can have a friend look at Twitter, uh, Mr. Trump has a uh, has a website that you. I think it's. I, I don't. I don't want to give you the wrong website. But if you have a, right. have someone look at his posting on Twitter, it's the first one he's done in two years. Uh, that's up right now. It has a website uh, that you can go to. Thank you for your telephone call from West Virginia this morning. Let's go to. Uh, Let's go to Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Dominic, always Dominic, always a pleasure. You know, they just made Donald Trump not only not only the most famous man in America, but they also are going to make him richer than what he is. I just read um, I just read an article like five minutes ago that his campaign is already putting those putting those um, those mug shots on on cops. And they're going to sell them. <laughs> so, so you know, keep on taking pictures of Trump. Keep on, keep on indicting him and thinking you're getting over and think you're going to make him, you know, be hated. Because the more you do it, the more he's going to use it to his advantage and the more he's going to win this campaign. And if he was smart, he would take for Vic and he would make him VP. And those two together would be an un- unmitigable force against anybody. Anybody coming after him, Dominic, have a great night. Well, thank you, Frank, calling from Maine. But at some point, the uh, the rule the the rule of law should prevail, and it really shouldn't. It really shouldn't come to this. It 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 really shouldn't. I mean, four different cases: two federal, two state, one in 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 uh, one state court in 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 New York, one in in Georgia. And it's, it's like, um, I, I don't know. If you were looking for the perfect way, I, I don't like to engage in conspiracies, but if you were looking for the perfect way to set someone up, this is it. Because even if you beat the federal cases, you still have the state cases, New York and Georgia, Democratic prosecutors. It, it's all just very interesting, and at the end of the day, it's all very sad. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC, on a sad morning in America. After seeing that mug shot, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. William, Long Island, good morning. What's on your mind? Hello, sir. Thank you for taking my call. So anyway, Donald, uh, I'm in a little hamlet out here in Smithtown, 
And Donald Trump came one year to, to hang out on our, um, uh, to be illustrious in our golf course. And, you know, enough is enough. We've had enough. And this, uh, this um, debauchery of justice is just going to purport people to say, hey, what the heck is going on here? We're, we're going to have to vote these, these losers. It's a joke. It really is a joke. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, William. One, two, three, four. Not one, not two, not three, but four. Robert, Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thank you. Uh, I say Trump is still in, but from the debate, I believe that DeSantis is presidential timber. From how he spoke, really, he was I, I thought that. On I, issues. Hey, hey, Robert, I, I want to let you have you say. I thought DeSantis all but killed his campaign at that debate. It was the worst debate performance I've ever seen in my life. But go ahead. Well, yeah, I disagree. Uh, I okay. felt he, I, I say he stuck with the issues, which was important, and that's what had to be done. And he was let everybody else had their had their say, let's say, make fools of themselves sometimes, like Christie did. Um, I wish I would have heard more of the North Dakota governor. Mm-hmm. You know, governors because governors have traditionally usually become presidents. Well, I I, I hear you, Robert, but but again, and and when I'm when I'm discussing DeSantis, I'm talking about. The expectations game, the expectations game. That's what he failed miserably at the debate. What what should have happened is he should have come across as clearly the alternative to Mr. Trump as someone that should possibly be on the ticket with Mr. Trump. And what we got at that debate from Mr. DeSantis is he was just an average official on the stage. There was nothing that you felt that he really stood out. I just didn't see it. And and by the media accounts, they seem to agree with me that he didn't stand out. Um, okay, I, I can agree with what you had said. And But I, I respect your opinion. Go ahead. One other thing. Yeah. One other thing is I feel that the uh, debate, it kind of reflected the polls of each of the candidates. Okay. As far as how well they did on on stage. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, that's just my... Okay, and we're all um, entitled to our opinion, Robert. Thank you. I respect you, and I, I thank you for your call. Thank you for calling. Let's go from Suffolk to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Audrey. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Thank you for taking my call. Now, you did say this is a town hall, right? Yes, yes. This is my tape. What I, uh, I really watched the um, interview with Tucker Carlson. That was interesting. And then I watched the full, you know, the thing. Here's what's happening. This is what I think. Folks want to get mad. But I think this is Donald Trump's final show. You know, I feel that the, the folks that, uh, they, this, I'm sorry, but he don't think he looks too good all over the world. You know, that's in my opinion. Wait, wait, you, wait, 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 wait. You said he doesn't look too good around the world? My personal thoughts. Okay. okay. Wait, 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 wait. Is it, Audrey? You're, 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 yes, you're showing, you're, you're, you're telling us your personal thoughts. And I, and I always, I like the fact that you're respectful and, and, you know, sometimes we can agree to disagree. But you're Uh-oh, saying, wait, no, no, you're saying, <laughs> you're saying that Trump doesn't look too good around the world. How about the United States? The United States. Doesn't right look now. too good around the world. United States, okay, and for, you know, whatever charges or whatever, it just don't look right for the country that, you know, top dog in charge, a strong country, to this and that, to have someone that, even if you don't get it indicted or go to jail, whatever the heck, just, it does not look good for the folks that believe. Mm. That's just my opinion. They're going to beat me up, right? No, 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 no. Audrey, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, and sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree. But yeah, at the but at the, we all be the same. But at the end of the day, you, you know what I like what you said, Audrey? I like that you said you took the time to look at Trump uh, with his Tucker Carlson appearance. Did I hear you correctly? Yes. And and so you see what that says to me is that you are making uh, educated decisions uh, by 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 looking at everything uh, around the picture. And I think that's what we all should do. I don't travel with the crew. Right. Um, I have to know. I don't, right. You know, right. Don't. 
Don't travel. Interesting though. Don't travel <laughs> with the conventional wisdom. Focus on your individual thoughts and make your own informed decision. And and who who can disagree with that, Audrey? So thank you very much for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC, a sad morning in America. Mr. Trump is back in New Jersey after going through the indignities of what happened in Georgia. A former president now with a mugshot, fingerprinted, treated like a common criminal. Let's go to Chris in the Catskills. Good morning, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. Uh, he doesn't look too happy in that. Hey, hey, Chris, your phone line sounds awful. I don't know what's what wrong. What does it sound like, like now? Now it's what clear. It? What were you on speaker or something? Nah, just upstate New York cell phone service. Okay, so, all right, go ahead. So he doesn't look happy in that picture, definitely. Um, well, but okay. I had read online that he was gonna. He was kind of coached up and talked it over with his advisors on how he wanted to pose for the picture. Okay. And you said he doesn't look happy. So what's the point, Chris? Well, you know, getting arrested is a very demeaning act. It's it's removing somebody of their agency. And he probably never had something like that happen to him before where he loses all his agency for a brief period of time. So it's understandable that he wouldn't be happy. Okay, but but still, Chris, what what's the emotion? What what what's the point? What what are you trying to tell me here? I'm just commenting on the on the photo. Okay, all right, fine. My take on it. My take on it. Okay, wait, now, now, now your phone is messed back up again. I I don't know what's going on, Chris. Here's one thing that I did notice that I did notice carefully, right? So, and I want you folks to. Uh, look and see if you can reach the same observation that I did on everybody else's photo on their left over their left shoulder is this huge badge of the local sheriff's office with his name there. Right? So the sheriff's office, they want everyone to see his name, the sheriff's office over everybody else's mugshot, a huge Huge uh, uh, sh- uh, sheriff's uh, badge and then the sheriff's name. Look at the photos. But over Trump's mugshot, that same sheriff uh, ID is extremely small. Now, you're going to say that I'm engaging in a conspiracy. But what I am telling you folks is that the sheriff knows that the picture of Trump is going to go all over the world. That sheriff knows he has to run for re-election, and that's why that the 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 uh, sheriff's badge over Trump's picture. Look, just pick pick two or three of the pictures from the mugshots. Look at Trump's and look at everybody else's. And his the sheriff's ID is extremely small; you almost can't read it. But in every other one, it's super super big. It just seems to be uh, very very. Interesting to me. Let's go to Rich in Hackettstown. Good morning, Rich. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks, Dominic. I got a a, a point and just a quick question for okay. you. Um, so I, I just I just got to work. I saw the mugshot, and I'm not. I mean, I, I voted for Trump, and I'm not like I'm not what I would call you know a Trump or whatever. I'm more just conservative, and if his policies, I, I align. I think it's disgusting what they're doing. You look back at some of the things that Democrats have done. And, and I, the fact that they called for unity and they're doing this, it, it, it's like, I, I'm not sure how this is serving to help the country. And I, and then people tell me about the election and I say, you know, he tried, he used his lawyers. It didn't work. Biden became the president. And, and here we are. The fact that they're doing this now, three, four years later, I just find it. It's, it's unbelievable. It's hey, sad. Rich, Rich, I want and, you to make your point. Rich, Rich and, and something to add on insult to injury. Yeah. Uh, following Mr. Trump's surrender, President Biden sent out a fundraising email and it said it's a great day to give without referencing sure. today's events in Fulton County. Sure. Biden's campaign sure. is raising money. But go ahead. Sure, sure. And I, and I just I just want to touch upon just the, kind of what you're saying is that, uh, you know, I, as myself as a conservative, I don't hate people of the other political spectrum. I find that there's a lot of hatred coming from the left to the right, particularly when it comes to Trump. But that's I, a, I, I that's agree with you a thousand percent. 
A thousand and, I, and I felt it too. I felt that I've told people, listen, I, I voted for him. I looked after my family. I don't know the guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was the best right. decision at that time. Right. But with that hey, said, hey, wait, Rich, I, I am, Rich, wait, wait. Sure. I want you to make your point. But, but you just said something that I need to zero in on. You mm-hmm. said it was the best decision at that time, right? For you and mm-hmm. your family, right? Yes. That, that's smart voting as far as I'm concerned. You, yeah. you know, you, you talked about the, the, the hatred in America for Trump. Well, how do you think I feel if I say anything to defend him? Uh, liberals, in particular African Americans, some are sure. up in arms screaming bloody murder. How dare I say anything to defend Trump? So, but again, the key point that I'm zeroing in is on you said you voted based on what's best for you and your family, correct? Yes. yes. And, and is, isn't that the way it's supposed to be for each and every American when, when you're going I, to I, vote? I've, that's what I thought so. And I've asked many people that are pretty hard left. I said, do you think it makes me a bad person to vote for Trump? And sadly, most of these people said, yeah, I do. And they wouldn't associate with me. And I lost a lot of friends because I, I'm pretty public about, you know, I have a degree in politics. I like to talk about it. And I never thought that who I voted for would make me a bad person, but apparently it did and still does. Um, my question for you, though, Dominic, is um, it, with if he does land in jail, do, do you think this country can, can go to a point that can be pretty scary? That's, that's Where people are just going to uh, lose that, that, all faith in elections. I'm not talking January 6th. I'm that, talking that's like. That's not going to happen. That, that's not. That, there's no way in hell, none, that that will happen. I think you know that he'll go to jail. I also believe, Rich, to be honest with you, that if Trump had said he was not running again, I don't think there would have been a single indictment. I don't think there would have been a single investigation. Okay, this is all about stopping him by any means necessary, and they can't stop him at the ballot box. So they're doing everything in their power to make sure that that he can't fight a fair fight. And but I don't see I'd almost bet my life on it. No, I I'll, I'll bet my life on it. There's no way. I don't see okay. a conviction. I don't see it. Now, now if if you if you have a jury overwhelming overwhelmingly Democrats on the jury in Georgia, then then perhaps but um I'm sure Trump's able lawyers if it goes this far, because I'm sure they're going to have try to have this case dismissed yeah, sure. because th- this is not about getting Trump. It's about stopping him. It's about stopping him in the middle of this presidential campaign. That's what all this is about, Rich. Uh, that Did I answer your question? You did. You did. Okay. And uh, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank have a good you. night. Thank you. And you have a uh, beautiful night. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Before we take a break, let's go to Benjamin in Australia. Down under. Benjamin, good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Yeah, so um, I think, you know, when you get the Antifa people at the Supreme Court Justice's house or whatever protesting, then that says that the system is broken. There's nothing wrong there. That shouldn't happen. Well, wait, one more time. What what shouldn't happen? Well, you know, when you get all these protesters outside actual judges' houses, like yes. Supreme Court Justice. That should never happen. We we'll agree. So that's intimidation. I don't think these charges against Trump are going to stand because he's got very good lawyers. But, you know, hey, they arrested one of his lawyers anyway. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Right, right. It, it is, It is Benjamin. How is it playing? How is all of this playing in Australia? Well, we over here, we got the English legal system. So they got this thing called malicious prosecution. So if I'm a prosecutor and I try to prosecute you, um, public, you know, for the public, like a DA, and it's malicious, then you can, um, you'll have, like, means to represent yourself on that basis. So I think it looks to me, um, not that I know American law very well, it looks like a malicious prosecution to me. Right. So, but, but how is it also, before I let you go, Benjamin, how is it playing in the media? How is the media covering this? 
The media here, they all side with the Democrats. You know, the, the media here side the Democrats. So, um, I, yeah, I couldn't really tell you. It's not looking good over here. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Benjamin, for the call this morning from Australia. We do appreciate it. We've got to take a break on this um, this busy news morning. When we come back, we will continue with your calls on this Friday, a mugshot for the former president of the United States of America. It is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And folks, ask yourself this. If the feds in two cases, don't demand a mugshot. Who the hell is this local district attorney to do something that even the feds didn't do, that Alvin Bragg didn't do? But you see, it's all about, it's all about, I've got to shine even more. My 15 minutes of fame. So, so, so we're going to outdo New York. We're going to outdo the feds. We're going to demand that he be fingerprinted and a photo. And then we're going to release the photo 20, 30 minutes later. And and I'll be national. Dominic Carter here with you. When we come back, we're going to New Jersey, the Bronx, Far Rockaway, Staten Island, Philadelphia, Long Island, Brooklyn, and New Jersey. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, going right back to the telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We have a lot of calls, so if you can't reach us that way, you can post your comment on Twitter, at Dominic TV. Understand, uh, I may use it uh, in the course of the program live. Let's go to, let's see here, let's go to Bobby in Jersey City. Good morning, Bobby. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks for taking my call, Dominic. Dominic, it's just, like you said, it's utterly disgusting how how the railroad and President Trump, when the Biden crime family is, they have them cold busted with all this, all this evidence that they're so corrupt without taking money from all these countries. And it's definitely a two-tiered justice system, no doubt. President Trump, our country was going great. When do you when when do you think the last time Joe Biden went to the supermarket to see how the prices are, and, and now the price of gas went up again? Dominic, it just, I just pray to God Trump gets back in. I just can't believe they're pulling this on us, Don. Thank you, Dominic. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you for for your uh, your two cents on this. And um, you know, folks, it's here, here. Here's an observation. So when it comes to when it comes to the president's son, right? And I have all due respect for the institution, the the position of the presidency of the United States. When it comes to the president's son, investigation, investigate, 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 investigate. Oh, the re-election? Okay, investigate, investigate. Oh, it has to go past the election? Investigate, investigate, investigate. When it comes to Trump, indict, 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 indict. We want to go to trial now. We want to go to trial now. We want to go to trial right around Super Tuesday. Now, now, now. Why now? Why such a rush 
to go to trial with Mr. Trump, but you don't have the same enthusiasm when it comes to the president's son. When it comes to the president's son, uh, we'll get to it. You know, let's, let's, let's get through the reelection and, uh, we'll get to it and give him status as a special prosecutor and we'll get to it. And, um, it's coming and, um, it'll be there and, um, on and on and on. Trump now, 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 right now, no further delay. Okay. We got his mugshot. <laughs> we got his mugshot right now. Arraigned September 5th. We want a trial soon. Now, now, now. Now, you explain the timing to me, folks. Let's go to Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? Yeah, as far as this whole speedy trial thing, that is not for the prosecution. A speedy trial is when it is in the interest of the defendant, that is their right. The, gov- the government does not have a right to a speedy trial. The gov- and if, but if, the government can say when they're ready for trial. They can suggest a trial date. It's ultimately well, up to the judge. Su- they can suggest up the yin-yang, but they've given millions of pages of, uh, of documents, and it is not reasonable Everything they're doing is just railroading, and it's just making the American public more aware. They are completely, this is going to backfire big time because it is opening up people's eyes, all kinds of people, that it is, if this can happen to these 19 individuals, some of them I think only put posts on Facebook about their opinion about the about the election, which there is much, much that is to be uh, uh, scrutinized, to say the least. And um, I believe that none of them on the stage are going to even be potential uh, uh, vice presidents. I think it will either be Carrie Lake, maybe Byron Daniels, and I also believe Rich Richard Grinnell. Um, or someone like that from his post, of the, you know, that, that really has uh, had the, um, you know, experience and that he can trust and knows like the deep state. You know, remember Obama left, uh, he made a lot of his appointees, uh, federal um, uh, employees that could not be fired. So, so Trump, I mean, the fact that he was able to accomplish what he did, he had both his hands tied and he was in uh, leg shackles. And look what he accomplished. And now everything that was torn down and how we're just just spinning, we're spinning into an abyss. And, you know, I, I think people realize we're already there. We, we have to, like, dig ourselves out if we can. Well, Susan, you gave us a lot to chew on there and um, thank you for the call. And uh, it it does seem like as a country, we are spinning and spinning and it seems like it just seems like, you know, get Trump at all costs. And it, it's just not right folks, because if you look at this objectively, what's going to happen when it's a democratic president, and a Republican district attorney says, I want to make a name for myself, get him. What's going to happen then? Now, if that president's in office, right, there's nothing, there's nothing any district attorney can do. But once that president leaves office, just like Trump, then what? What's going to happen at that point? Let's go to Alex in Brooklyn. Good morning, Alex. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Thanks for taking the call. And by the way, a Republican DA could technically, uh, you know, with a state uh, indictment, do this the same thing to Democratic politicians and Joe Biden wouldn't be able to pardon them. But, well, you know what I really wish would be the case? I think uh, what would really be good at this point in time is if Republican 
politicians and Democratic politicians made a deal. We're not going to indict either side because I understand. I think, you know, the Democrats and did way more corrupt things. I don't think Trump did anything wrong here. But as a country, we're at a standstill. And when you're in this kind of fight and it's all about emotions and, and it's a serious fight, you can't persuade either side um, and you can't debate and you can't bring logic into the picture to, to, to move in the right direction. And at the the thing is, it's not going to happen. Uh, re, re, Democrats are not going to be willing to leave go of Trump if we say, hey, we'll leave go of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, because here's the thing. They started this. Republicans were actually weak in the past. They didn't want to go after Democrats and they were hoping Democrats wouldn't go after them. And now in the case where they're going after Trump relentlessly, Republicans have no choice but to attack as well so that Democratic politicians shouldn't be able to say, hey, it's only Republicans that are corrupt. Look, none of us are getting indicted. So it's important that they show the Democrats that that's the case. But we're at a standstill. You cannot persuade people if you have this kind of situation. And I think Democratic politicians want this to be in the way that it is. And the kind of divide that we have, they want us to have it, because if you can persuade people with logic and with arguments, they're on the wrong side of the issues. Because look at the inflation we're in. Look at what we have with the border and the cocaine that's coming in here. Look at the kind of a mess of a president we have here. Look at the wars across the world. They're on the wrong side of the issues. All that they can play with now is emotions, and that's what the Democratic Party is all about. Um, we, you were talking to a caller about you know, how Democrats view the situation and how – Americans really need to look at what are they getting out of this politician. We have, we have a problem also in this country that people look at politics like it's family, but it's not. Joe Biden is not Papa Joe. Even Donald Trump is not Mama Beer Donald Trump. You need you know when you do a business deal with someone, you sit down for a dinner. You don't look if the guy is smiling. You don't say, "Hey, you're smiling. Give me the paper. I'll sign the dotted line." No, you don't do that. If you sit down with a nasty person, you look at what he's giving you, what you're getting out of the deal. If it's a nice person, you'll do the same thing. Since politics is not family, you can shut down, you can shut off the television and look at what you're getting out of the politician because it really has consequences elections. And whoever is your politician is going to affect your family. If the guy smiles, that doesn't matter to you, really. Um, Thank you. And so we've got to change that. And and I'm, you know, Alex, you you just hit it on the head uh, because um, Democrats are famous for going to communities of color with a picnic and hey we're gonna have some burgers and fries and hot dogs vote for me i'm one of you we the people but look look so alex i couldn't agree with you more right so a dollar and a dream and a smile no that's not what you should vote for does that person represent your interest is that individual going to do what's in your best interest just look at what's happening to stores in america thank you for the call alex Look at what's happening. uh, Businesses are literally going out of business. Well, Dominic, I don't care. They have millions. I have nothing. You should care because if businesses go out of, uh, if they run out of business, then what happens to those jobs? The jobs that people have. You, you look, look, just look at urban areas across the country. And listen, folks, I take no great glee in, in stating this. But right now, Democrats seem like they don't care about crime. Let them rob. They've, they've had a life of unfairness. They grew up in the projects. It's not fair. They grew up on welfare. They didn't get a shot. They're going to vote, <laughs> block votes Democratic. Let them do what they want to do. Hey, hey, Madam Vice President. Hey, hey. Get on over there in Chicago. Get on over there in uh in Milwaukee. Go on up to Harlem. Go to Seattle. We the people. And then what? And then what? The reason why I praise Trump and the reason why I support Trump is because his policies represent my best interest and the best interest of my family. It really is that simple. It's not because, oh, he's a Republican and Dominic, you got. No, it's personal. And it should be personal for every single voter. But what we have going on right now and what the Democratic Party does, frankly, to minorities is disgusting. Hey, let's have a picnic. Let's take some pictures. Vote for me. 
Don't vote for the Republican. Vote for me. I'm going to let people rob. They don't say that, but they might as well. I'm going to let them loot stores. We the people. Just keep voting for me. Folks, we see all of your calls. We're going to try and get to as many as we can. We've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, then we're going to Michael in New Jersey. We're going to go to Long Island, Rockland, Philadelphia, Staten Island, Far Rockaway, the Bronx, and a second call from New Jersey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is blaming the migrant crisis on, guess who? President Joe Biden, a fellow Democrat, demanding federal work authorizations and funding. Governor Hochul demanding and a letter she sent to President Biden that the Biden administration step up and take action to address the surge of migrants free, free, free flooding into New York. And this is in her first public appeal to the White House since this crisis began in 2022. So somewhat fiery comments from the governor. We would let you hear it, what she had to say, but we're going to hold it until Sunday's show, Sunday night's show, uh, and we're going to hold it because of all the phone calls, and we're trying to get you folks as much time as possible to be heard. Before I go to Michael in New Jersey, let me go to Rob in Rockland. Good morning, Rob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. It's always great to listen to you. First Thank of you. all, I want to say one thing. I think you should run for senator against Gillibrand. I think you would do a great job. You're such an honest decent human being well thank you Rob. Uh, but, but you, you can't you right can't thing. be honest you, you you can't you can't be honest i say anything nice about trump it's the end of the world uh, i know and and, and you know, you're right and i agree with you on when the republicans when joe biden's out there's going to be de- there's going to be district attorneys charging joe biden with crimes he's not upholding the constitution in the united states and if you don't think in texas and some of these red state, red uh, counties, they're going to go after him. Well, you know what? There, there's probably, Rob, no doubt about it. It doesn't make it right, in my opinion, if they go after I Biden agree. once yeah. he leaves office. But it damn sure don't make it right when they've gone after Trump. That it, Therein lies the problem. I'll make the point again. Even though Donald Trump literally ran against Hillary Clinton and called her crooked Hillary, once he was elected, he said, hands off, he didn't mess with Hillary Clinton. His administration didn't mess with her, right? So now Absolutely. so now he's out of office, and they're not returning the same favor to him. They're going after him with everything that they got. So what's the lesson in that? If you do the right thing, you might end up getting screwed. And that's that's where Trump is right now. So if he gets back in there, Rob, what do you think he's going to do this time around if he gets back in there? Oh, it's going to be ugly for any Democrat, especially Joe Biden. He's going to come with him at full force. Agreed. Agreed. Rob, thank you for the uh, for the great comment this morning from Rockland to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Michael. Good morning, Michael. Hope you're well. Yeah, good morning. Yes, I am. I hope the same is true for you. Uh, as far as the district attorney in New Jersey, she is, thinks backwards. You mean in she's Georgia? Probably, in Georgia? Uh, no, rather in, in Georgia. Rather. Okay. She thinks backwards. She's thinking, oh, all the other district attorneys are envious of me. I'm showing them how tough I am, how smart I am. They're looking at her and saying, what an idiot. We could have done this. We don't want any part of it. This, I believe that uh, Bill O'Reilly said there's something like 128 district attorneys in Georgia, not one of them, not one, was willing to follow the same uh, path that she took. They're looking at her and saying, you are an idiot for doing this. We could have done it. We don't want to do it. 
So sometimes when somebody thinks that they're smart, everybody is looking at them and they're saying, what a moron. And that's what they're doing with her. That, that's what I believe. Well, you know, again, I, I just don't understand, Michael, how she's pretending like she's the district attorney for the entire state. Uh, and, and more with the charges that have been brought, it's more of a case for the AG. But one may say maybe in Georgia the AG shouldn't bring it, couldn't bring it legally. Uh, but still, it, it's ridiculous for this one district attorney. I mean, she's, she's charging. I mean, the feds are not coming at Trump the way she is. You're right. I mean, but she talked it into, she wants to basically outdo the other district attorneys. Yes. So she's like you were saying, she said, if they, they go after him an inch, she says, I'll go after him a foot. I'll show them that I'm even tougher than they are. But she doesn't realize she's cutting her own throat. I mean, I don't, I think her political career is over. If she ever decides I want to run for governor or something like that, she's finished. She's her, her political career is dead and buried. But maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. But well, I, I'm, I'm going to quote you, Michael, the way you always quote me. It depends on what the electorate is. If the electorate, this is a point that you always make. If the electorate ha- happens to be predominantly uh, African American, she'll be okay. But if it's not, she's got a big problem. Oh, that's true too. But. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. Michael, thank you for the call in New Jersey uh, this morning. Let's go to, uh, let's see here, let's go to uh, to Michael in Far Rockaway. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. You are the best. We love you out here in Far Rockaway. Listen, thank you. Very nice of you to say thank you. Man, you're the man. Listen, I just want to share this with everybody. When my wife and I saw that so-called mugshot of Trump this evening, we both looked at each other and we said, can you imagine a picture of the American Eagle right next to him? Because he looks like the American Eagle. And what a campaign slogan that would be. The American Eagle next to the mugshot, make America great again. That's a winner. I hope some artist does it because that's a winner for Trump. And by the way, Dominic, we have a new name for you, man. You are Dominic Lavos, the voice, the voice of the people. We love you, Dominic. Thank you. Work, Thank you, Michael. That's that's very kind and very nice of you to say. I hope you have a great morning. Let's go to Greg in New Jersey. Good morning, Greg. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Ah, good morning. Um, that's me, right? Yes, that's you. Oh, okay. You know, this whole thing could have been avoided if uh, Pence would have done his job. He basically punted on third down. You know? I, I don't know about that, Greg. Uh, I, I, I subscribe to the argument uh, of what Pence uh, said. But go ahead. Well, I mean, and being in charge, being vice president and being in the uh, president of the Senate, you have a responsibility. When they were ready to bring up the, the fact that they did have complaints and they wanted to bring up the complaints that there was a, election problems in their district, you get time, just like um Gore did back in this situation, you get the opportunity to bring it and address it to the to the Senate. Now, what they they had that riot going on, and I think that was all part of the plan too. Come in, disrupt the thing, so you could ramrod the thing right on through. Now he should have called a cessation of the works and brought it back when things were under control and let the senators who were raising complaints about the the election at the time and let them address it. Instead, they ran it through and jumped it through that day, and he basically punted on third down because it's his responsibility to be able to supervise the electorate, the electoral vote. That is one of his responsibilities, and he just he just absented from it. Well, I, I, I respect what you're saying, Greg. I, I disagree to – thank you for the call. I disagree to a, to a uh, point. I do feel that Pence's uh, – Korea. I can understand how President Trump is upset with him because he picked Pence out of nowhere. And without Trump, none of us would have ever have heard the name 
uh, of Vice President Pence, and he's going back to that same situation because his campaign is going nowhere. We're going to continue with your calls in just a second, but first I'm joined by Frank Morano on this Friday morning and the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what do you have coming up? Well, uh, ask Frank anything in the next hour, so uh, you never know where that will lead. I'll take questions on uh, anything that interests people and anything people are genuinely curious about. We have uh, a... Interesting panel that we're assembling in the two o'clock hour where I have a conservative comedian, a mom who became an author and a political scientist all in for the hour. It's going to be really interesting. We have uh, denunciations to get to and we're going to take a look at the election of 1968 and the shocking number of parallels that exist between the election of 2024. We have some other fun stuff that uh, that people are going to enjoy as well. Okay, so are you doing anything great this weekend? With what the are we doing? Saturday, we are having an unauthorized block party on our block. So okay. you're welcome to come if you want to come. I know, oh, boy. Uh, I know you'll have work six or seven days straight by then. Maybe you, you want to just <laughs> chill out at home, but you want to come, you're welcome to. And then on uh, Sunday, we are hosting a uh, baby shower for my sister-in-law at my house. Sounds wonderful. Let's go to some calls together before we're out of time here. And, of course, I'll be back in again tonight at 9 p.m. for Bill O'Reilly. Jacqueline in Brooklyn, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Really quickly, um, this may all backfire on Miss Fanny. Uh, and I think there may be some behind-the-scenes deals that were made between the federal administration of Joe Biden and Fanny. And that's why she's going so uh, full steam ahead. But this may come back to bite her in the fanny because Congress, uh, Representative Jim Jordan, is demanding uh, the full details of any contact that she had with federal officials regarding this prosecution of President Trump. So she may be in a lot of deep water as time continues. Well, I'm glad you brought it up, Jacqueline, that uh, that the House is looking at this. Thank you for the call. Frank, your reaction to what Jacqueline just said? Well, I think the opportunity in this Georgia case that's going to be interesting, what I'm watching to see if it get mo- gets moved to federal court, because if it gets moved to federal court, then it's a jury pool that's much more favorable to Trump than if it remains in Fulton County. And if it gets moved to federal court... I can't see a jury that comes from that expanded jury pool, about half of which are Trump supporters, ever convicting him. Not, never getting twelve. Agree. So we'll I, see. I don't. I don't think this. I think she expanded from her jurisdiction. I just don't see this case going to the finish line the way that she wants it to. Folks, keep it right there. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. I'll see you again at nine p.m. tonight.